When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who's number What's up, grappling fans? Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One, episode 82 here with my good friend Michael Sears. This is my co-host as always. I'm Chase Smith. And uh, pretty relaxing weekend as far as grappling goes. Only one event for us uh, at GrappleFest 9. But man, what a wild main event there. We had Tiani Porfirio, uh, super heavyweight, uh, world champion, the Gi, take on Fion Davey. Uh, and an open weight match. Fion's Davis. like a featherweight. D- Davis, I always, I, always, yeah, yeah. I always get it wrong too. I know, I know it. But, uh, man, that was a sick match. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. And then also uh, Jackson Souza beat Dan Strauss. Those mm-hmm. are all available in our archives. And we got more action coming up this weekend. Fight to win 146 on Friday. It's uh, main event is Caixinho versus Edwin. You got Kyle Terrio. You got Andrew Wiltsey versus John Combs. Some good matches. And also the, the third coast, Kumite. Yeah, the third four. coast is huge this weekend. Uh, it's sort of an absolute style bracket as well. A lot of big names in there. Uh, we'll save some of the analysis though for a little bit later because our guest today, yeah. don't want to keep him waiting. We have Gordon Ryan calling in. Gordon, how are you doing today, man? What's new? Uh, I'm just trying not to suck at jiu-jitsu every day um, and looking to fight people. So pretty much Business as usual. <laughs> yeah, yep. so I think something that's really interesting about the third coast this weekend is you have a uh, – can you explain? you got an exhibition match. Can you explain what's going on for the fans? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I was introduced originally um, to the We Defy Foundation by my friends in Reno, and uh, I did, um, I did like, there was like a charity role for veterans where I showed up to that, and I like taught, taught a few moves there, like kind of like a mini seminar, and then uh, I donated all the proceeds, um, well, I was supposed to donate all the proceeds uh, from uh, my ticket sales from Substars to We Defy, Um which I have no idea if they actually got that money because Substars didn't fucking pay anybody. Um, so I have no, no idea if that actually went there. Um, but uh, I'm working with these guys for for a little bit now, and uh, it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to do uh, you know a charity match where uh, I donate to to this uh, to this cause. So um, we're we're basically doing I believe it's a 10 minute roll where it's not even like this is a submission or something like that. There's not a Oh, sorry. We don't. Uh, we don't re- We don't finish the match. We just reset, and it's just like a gym roll, basically on stage. So it's just ten minutes, a ten minute roll, um, and then uh, all the proceeds. Um, with we have various different ways to donate, uh, whether links or um, like swipe ups. Um, that you can donate on, uh, donate on their website as well. Uh, basically, we just have this uh, this event where all the proceeds go to We Defy Foundation, um, and it's something that uh, that I want to do for a while and. Nobody will fight me now, so it's a perfect time to do it. 
Yeah, it's, it's a great initiative. Uh, for those that don't know, We Defy is, uh, uh, I guess, organization dedicated to improving the lives of mentally and physically disabled combat veterans. So great cause there to get behind. And uh, yeah, it keeps you busy as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing a chilled out Gordon Ryan this weekend. Yeah. So Gordon, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of uh, charities out there, obviously, that you could uh, have chosen. How? What is it about We Defy that that's the one that you went with that to uh, have to donate to? Uh, you know, just veterans in general, I'm always very appreciative um, of because, you know, obviously they're the men and women who, you know, have fought and fight for, you know, our country, our freedom. So that's something that's uh, that's pretty dear to me. Um, I have family members as well that have been, you know, in the military. Um, but, uh, yeah, if there's, if there's any charity I'm going to donate to, it's, you know, I figure that's a pretty good one, um, especially because so many law enforcement and veterans train jiu-jitsu. So um, just to, you know, they, they support me by coming to my seminars and, and buying my instructionals and, you know, and viewing my matches and things like that. Um, so I, I try to do my best to, you know, support them in any way that I can. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Brian, Brian Marvin? Is his name correct? Uh, Martin, yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. Martin. Uh, can you tell us yeah, a little bit about he, um, his, uh, your opponent there? Yeah, so he uh, he's a black belt. Uh, he's actually, I'm pretty sure, a Henzo black belt. And uh, he owns a school in Houston. I've taught at it. To, I've taught at his school three or four times now. Every time I go to Houston, I have a seminar there pretty much. Um, so he's a real good guy. Uh, he's got a way better beard than mine. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, every time we go out there, we get together, I, uh, and I teach seminar at his school. And, you know, I started to learn a little bit more about how he was involved with the We Defy, and I actually found out that he was a big part of it and um you know then through there i was trying to find the match we were looking at some local guys to to step up and, and do a charity match with me and um they were all busy for whatever reason and uh you know brian stepped up and he's like i'll do like a i'll do a role for for charity um so he was like he's either the president or the former president i saw of we defy so um you know he's definitely a, a big a big part a big piece in this uh in this match I love All it. Right. I love it. Do you think uh, you'll be doing anything like this again? You mentioned that it's been tough to get some matches. A lot of guys don't want to take you on right now. Uh, could we see you do something like a charity circuit or something like that just to stay somewhat busy? Yeah, you know, um, I actually wanted to do – I was planning to do, um, you know, the other uh, the other charity match on another flow event. Um, but uh, we had the guy set up for that, and he had to pull out for some logistical reasons. Um, but, uh, you know, I definitely want to do something to donate. I want to donate to the next one. I do. I want to donate to my local police department, um, because obviously, uh, you know, I've many, many, uh, police officers that law enforcement that I'm number one friends with, uh, and number two, uh, that support me and always getting messages from police officers saying, you know, thank you for the support and, you know, things like that. So again, people that support me, people that I support, um, and, you know, I just want to, uh, to help out veterans and law enforcement, uh, as much as I can. Um, so it's, uh, something that I definitely want to do more of um, when the time is right and when uh, you know if I can't find a match and I, I want to compete um, just do an exhibition with uh, uh, with someone to uh, to donate to a, a good good cause um, and uh, I think people enjoy it so and they get to see you know some some stuff that I maybe wouldn't hit with my a game so it's a good learning experience as well great oh, yeah and then uh, what do you think about the rest of this event? It's a it's a great bracket that they put together. What do you think about that bracket they have the Kumite for? Yeah, it is. So did they release just the competitors, or did they release the, bra the bracketing? They do have the bracket the bracket's out. The bracket's out, yeah. Um, maybe I, I All like... I saw was Nicky Rod versus Roberto first, but I haven't seen any of the other ones yet. Yeah, What's the uh, bracket look like? 
the other the other match on that side of the bracket is Cyborg versus Arnaldo Maidana. So if Nikki Rod and Cyborg uh, both win, they will fight in the semifinals. I believe that'll be their third match, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. The other side has Hulk versus Felipe Andrew and Johnny Tama versus Guillermo Augusto. So that's that's definitely interesting. Uh, if I had a guess, I see. This is a hard. People don't say this is a. This is a pretty hard rule set to beat Nicky Rod on. Like he's a real goer, and yeah. uh, he's hard to score on, and he's very good at golden golden score. He's uh, he's very good at scoring both with takedowns and chasing the back, and his passing getting pretty fucking good now too. Um, and uh, he's hard to score on. He's hard to hold. He's impossible to hold down. Uh, he's very hard to submit. Um, this is a hard rules, and he's just he's very, very active. So I think I believe their criteria is you only score, you only, uh, they only judge you on the overtime if Correct. it goes to overtime. Um, so he's going to be hard to outpace in that amount of time, and he's going to be hard to score on. So this is actually a rule set that favors Nicky Rod uh, a good amount. Um, so I see, I see, I see Nicky Rod either. Uh, I think based on their last match, Nicky Rod's much better than he was at Kasai. I can see Nicky Rod finishing Cyborg um, from Turtle. Uh, by taking his back and strangling him. Or I can see Nicky Rod uh, outpointing him, passing his guard, taking his back, or winning a decision in overtime if it goes to overtime. Um, and then I'll, I'm probably going to pick Hulk on the opposite side of the bracket. Um, Hulk has just has notoriously had a much better Nogi resume uh, and winning streak than uh, a lot more titles, a lot more accolades than Fleet by Andrew. He's a double gold you know, Nogi World Champion, bronze medalist, ADCC, um, and uh, he's a gamer. So, if I had to pick, it'd probably be Nicky Rod and Hulk in the finals. And then uh, again, it's a interesting matchup, but I still see uh, I see Nicky Rod giving Hulk a lot of problems right now, especially because uh, Hulk is much smaller than he was in the past matches um, compared to uh, when he fought Nicky Rod in the past. Um, so Nicky Rod's going to have a considerable size advantage, and uh, he's he's considerably better than the last time that they fought. So um, uh, I'm going to go with Nicky Rod on this one. I think it's going to be really exciting either way. Let's rewind a little bit, though. Uh, that first-round match yeah, with Roberto one. Jimenez and Nicky Rod I think might be the one that most people are, are just dying to see. How do you see that one playing out? Because Roberto is pretty game to be physical, but he's not quite as big or strong as Nicky Rod. And for the reasons you mentioned above, you know, Nicky Rod is tough to score on. What do, what do you think Roberto has to do to make this uh, interesting? Yes. So first, let me start by saying I'm not going to give away too much, but I've seen this match happen multiple times in the gym when Roberto comes to train with us. So I've seen this match play out a dozen times before my eyes. Uh, let me tell you, it's something that you want to watch. Uh, it's one of the most exciting matches you're ever going to see. Uh, it's two guys who are very scramble-based, hard to score on, and uh, very good back-takers. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's both guys scrambling the entire time, trying to get to each other's back, and a high pace the entire time. Um, so I think it's going to be – I think whoever can get to the other one's back first is going to be a real issue. I think if Roberto can take uh, Nicky Rod's back um, – I don't see him finishing Nicky Rod because Nicky Rod's really hard to finish. Um, but uh, if he locks a body triangle and secures him, I think it could be hard for Nicky Rod to get out. But it still, could still go to overtime because of the rule set. Um, I think if Nicky Rod gets to his back or even his legs, I think Nicky Rod could finish him pretty easily. So um, it's going to be – it's definitely going to be – that's a finals match right there. That's that's definitely um, you know one of the most exciting matches at the tournament for sure. Absolutely. Uh, 
I think something that people have always been fascinated with with Nick is like what he he medaled at ADCC with like a year's training and what he's he's had uh, almost a year since then. How much how much better is Nicky Rod now than the Nicky Rod who took second at ADCC? Uh, he's much better. Um, his escapes are much better. Um, his dart passing, believe it or not, is much better. Uh, his submissions are much better. His submissions are, are still pretty low level because that's the that's the hardest thing for anyone to come in and get good at. It's pretty easy for a wrestler to just learn how to disengage and avoid submissions. Um, but the hardest thing is for a guy to come in and learn how to submit other high-level guys. Um, so submissions are coming along, uh, but his positional play is getting really, really strong. Um, he's, believe it or not, good at sweeping people, turning – uh, sweeping positions into wrestling scrambles and coming up and putting people down. Uh, and he's, he's very, getting very good at guard passing as well. Uh, and then he has his submissions that he likes. He likes, uh, you know, rear nakeds. He's starting to get good at heel hooks now. So um, he's got he's got a, a few new tricks that he has, to, he has to showcase. He hasn't competed in a while, so I'm excited for him. I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too hung up on the format, but it's worth noting, especially for people at home that haven't watched the Third Coast Grappling, it's pretty unique in that you have to either get a tech fall, uh, 11 points, or yeah. submission in that opening round, or, or it goes to that golden score. Gordon, what do you think about that? Uh, does it promote the kind of action that people are looking to see? Do you like it? Would you change some things? What are your thoughts on their rules? Uh, so, you know, me, I'm always going to be a submission-only guy. I just like... Uh, uh, I, I do like the idea of the golden score because um, it forces the athletes to decide the outcome. But the, again, there is a ref decision. Um, I don't like anything with the, with the judge's decision because if I'm going to lose, I like to lose because I'm not good enough, not because three random guys decided that I wasn't the winner. Um, it's like a submission or uh, a no time moment or EBI rules where you you have to be good enough to win if you lose it's because you're not good enough you got submitted or because you lost in ride time or whatever the case is so um, i'm always a big fan of sub only where uh the uh the winner is determined solely by the athlete's technique uh nothing else um that being said i do like the golden score rule where it gives you an opportunity to win the match uh in the overtime um i do like the idea of restarting in the middle in the same position, one thing that I told Ryan that he should fix, it's very IBJJF. Uh, it's very similar to IBJJF where they, if there's a scramble going on and you're kind of in a position, they kind of just start you in the middle. If there's a submission, they just they start you back uh, in the middle with give you, give you two points. Um, I, I would be – it would be much better for me if um, they started you back in the middle in the same position that you went out of bounds in. Like ADCC, when the ref says stop, whatever position the ref says stop in – that they've restarted you in that same exact position uh, in the middle. So that would be, I think, a big uh, – that would help a lot with the action uh, because, you know, you have super high-level guys here. So there may be only one or two good exchanges, and, you know, there's maybe you're close to getting a guy's back and you have one hook in, and you go out of bounds, and all of a sudden you restart back on the feet. Um, so I think just more action is created uh, with those scrambles if you restart them in the same position. Um, but I definitely like it. it's it's very different. The golden score rule is always very exciting because guys have to not get scored on. So you see a lot of action in the overtime um, with guys trying to get up and not get scored on, not get their back taken, things like that. So it's definitely very exciting. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Gordon, something we wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you've been getting into it with Ronaldo lately online. You've been going back and forth with Ronaldo. Can you give us the uh, the rundown on what's going on there, how this originated, and 
I mean, Ronaldo's sort of a random guy for you to be going at it with. Usually it's, it's with your adversaries, but this is somebody new. What, what, what ended up happening with you and Ronaldo? Yeah, so the, the only reason I really, I really even acknowledged him um, was because he's an Atos black belt, and I just have – it just brings joy to my heart to just crush the Atos guys. Um, since, uh, since black belt, by the way, I'm 5-0 five and, five and oh against them with three submissions. Um, and Andre just refuses to fight me. So it's just, it's just a joy for me. Um, but, uh, someone tagged, he like posted something. He's like, I'm the highlight King or something. And someone tagged me in it. And they're like, would you fight Gordon? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I was actually really respectful. I was like, Oh, it'd be an honor to fight you. And that was all I said. I was like, it would be an honor to fight you. And he, he comes back and he's like, he's like, Oh, don't worry. If you're, if you're not in shape, you can send one of your friends first. And I was like, this motherfucker really just say if I wasn't in shape that he could send, I could send one of my buddies to beat him up. Like, what's going on? So then, like, I started, like, started, uh, I started to mess with them a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm just waiting. Contracts will be getting drawn up soon, hopefully for this match. And uh, I'm going to post the contract publicly, just the part where it says I will give Ronaldo $10,000 if he beats me in a no-time limit, no-geese submission only match. Um, which I actually will. Like, I'll put it in the contract. If Ronaldo, if Ronaldo submits me, I'll give him $10,000. Um, and that's, like, pretty much an infinite amount more than he's ever made competing for IBJJF. So um, it, should be, uh, it should be a fun one if he, if he accepts. I'm just waiting on Ronaldo. I'm ready to go. Uh, today, tomorrow, a month from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, doesn't make a difference. Uh, I'm ready to fight Ronaldo, get my 6-0 and against the Atos guys. And uh, we'll take it from there. Why were you so offended about him implying that you might not be in shape? <laughs> because I'm like literally the only athlete in the sport or like one of the only athletes in the sport that actually trains full time all the time. Um, so for anyone to just imply that I'm not training or not in fighting condition is just absurd to me. So Sounds like a good way to get your attention, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, lo- a lot of guys when I match with you, or at least they they say they do. Until a lot of guys <laughs> claim they want to match yeah, yeah. Gordon. Not everybody wants to But very few get actually responded to publicly. So Ronaldo yeah. might be doing yeah. something right there. <laughs> it's it's so crazy how many guys publicly state that they want fights with me. And then when the contract, when they're like, okay, here's the date, here's the contract. They're like, ah, uh, I'm busy. Or they just have some bullshit excuse where they just can't do it. Um, so it's uh, it's been interesting. Yeah, that is something that's uh, pretty interesting because it's like the opposite of you when you were coming up, right? You were basically trying to troll all the top guys in the game into having a match with you and you couldn't get anybody to fight you. And now it's like you're at the top and you still can't get anybody to fight you. So it's, uh, yeah. it's interesting that, that people don't want to fight the number one pound for pound guy, ADCC absolute champion. You think people would want to knock you off, right? Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is like, I'll, if I, if I'm getting paid, I'll literally fight anyone. Like there was no reason in the world for me to ever fight Kyle Bell. Like, he got submitted by Josh Hanger at trials. He got beat up by Tim Spriggs. Like, he only won, like, some obscure EBI tournaments. Yeah, he beat Hulk. He beat Jao Roshi. He's got a couple big wins, but there's no reason for me to ever fight him. But I just want to beat everybody. I just want to fuck everybody's day up in every different rule set that there is. Um, and uh, I've done that. I've won literally more rule sets at the highest levels consistently than any athlete ever in the sport. Uh, and now it's my turn. Now I want to do no time limit submission only. Uh, and nobody seems to want to do that because they just know that they, they can't actually do submissions. The only reason why you wouldn't want to do that is if you're not confident in your submissions. That's the entire goal of the sport is to submit the other guy. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I had this conversation with Gary at uh, Fight Twin last week, and it's like we were talking about it's 
people would be like, yeah, well, I'll fight Gordon 15 minutes with the ref's decision or something, but nobody will do submission only. Do you think that the top guys in the sport are sort of conceding that they can't submit you and that they can only beat you by a ref's decision or points? Yes, but I want them to come out and say that publicly. Like, I don't want them to say, I don't want them to say, or just not say anything at all. Like, I don't want them to say that they can beat me in a match. And then I say, okay, well, we'll do submission only. And they're like, oh, well, I'll beat you. But then I turn around and say, oh, I don't want to do the match. Um, so it's just kind of strange to me. Uh, if if anyone was just like, yeah, Gordon's the best in submission only, we can't submit him, then okay, fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, the issue is that if there is a time limit, whether it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, if there's any amount of time where the match is going to end, the person is going to try to stall for that amount of time. Um, but if it's submission only and there's, there's just no time limit, they have to at some point in the match actually engage and try to do jujitsu. That's the only way they can win. Um, so that's why that's the rule set that I like the most is because it forces actual jujitsu, not just pitter-patter around, jump in, they feel a dangerous grip, pull away, and kind of just looking active but really stalling and not doing anything. Absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, what about if you do this match with Ronaldo, no time limit, how do you think this match plays out? Um, well, he's uh, he calls himself like the highlight, like the human highlight reel. So I'm just going to spend the entire match making a highlight reel for myself and then just take all the highlights and make a highlight reel out of it after the match by just like clowning him the entire time from various different positions and then eventually submit him with something. Pretty aggressive, uh, but not surprising. <laughs> you know, you, you challenge the king, and that's that's what you get sometimes. Yeah. Um, is there anybody else, you know? I mean, uh, who knows what happens with Ronaldo? We're all hoping that it, that it goes down. But uh, anyone else talking to you lately or hitting you up for a match? Anyone that you're curious about? I mean, there's a bunch of guys who uh, who say publicly they want to compete against me, but when it's actually time to compete, nobody actually wants to, or they're busy, or they have something. Even though the whole country's closed down, they're, like, busy doing something else. Um but uh, I'm ready to compete against anybody, um, anybody that wants it. Maybe some up-and-coming guys. Maybe I can do like some kind of freak show match where I fight like both of the Rotolos at the same time or something, uh, <laughs> or like it. two Super like or two like two like teenagers at the same time, which is actually really hard. It's way harder than you think. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm definitely interested. I just I just want to compete as much as I can. I want to do um, fun stuff. I want to do big matches. I want to do even match even smaller matches with um, with up-and-coming guys where. Uh, we have more of an exciting match than you would with a uh, you know a seasoned black belt who maybe is just going to play a cagey game and stall the whole time. Um, sometimes it's a lot more interesting and a lot you may have a lot more highlights going against you know up and coming purple or brown or even black belt uh, where they they want to go after you because they have nothing to lose. Um, so I just want to get out there. I want to compete in you know again any kind of match with the high level guy, any kind of match with the up and coming guy, uh, a two on one match like it doesn't matter to me. I just want to I just want to compete. Um, whether a charity match, like I'll do more of those if I have to. I just, I, I want to be out there. I want to be competing and I want to show, um, you know, number one, why I'm the best in the world. Um, and number two, uh, you know, I want to show everyone who, you know, my students, uh, you know, that everything that I'm showing them in the instructionals, uh, you know, I'm actually performing in, in competition against, against other high level people. So, um, this, I just want to compete as much as I can until I can't compete anymore. Man, you know what I want to see? I want to see a King of the Mat style competition where some guy stays in the middle and goes through multiple opponents. Maybe he can enter that third coast Royal Rumble coming up. There you go. Take out some blue belts, right? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what they got Man, going on there. That You have no idea. Like the quintet, people don't understand this. That is so hard to do because, especially quintet, because everyone knows, like, oh, Gordon's the best guy. Let's just stall him out. 
you have any idea how hard it is to on stage in competition when you're already like tired, you have the adrenaline going to like go out and take out like two, three, four fresh guys who are just trying to stall you out. Like it's exhausting to do that. You're basically getting shark tanked, but like in competition where there's like that extra adrenaline and you have the eyes on you um, with people trying to just stall you out and not get submitted. Like it's exhausting to go to compete against fresh guys back to back in competition. I forgot, I don't I forgot about Quintet, but they, they put on some great shows, yeah, man. It's yeah, been a little sure. while. Yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting format. All right. So everybody catch Gordon uh, this weekend at Third Coast. Also, Nikki Rod's going to be there. Also, uh, Nat's going to be there, right? She's competing? That's going to be there, yeah. Nat has a match. Nikki Rod has a match. Uh, and I have a match. Or Nikki Rod's in the bracket, and I have a match. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a big week. Everyone on the team's competing. It's going to be a big weekend this weekend. So. Oh, yeah, and then so we got, like, I mean, another week of back-to-back nights, fight to win on Friday, third coast on Saturday. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff going down this weekend. And, uh, yeah, Gordon, looking forward to see you there. I'll be out there working. Uh, anything to add, Chase? No, that does it. Gordon, thanks as always for the time, brother. And uh, you'll see some of the guys on the ground, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you again very soon about some other thing coming up. Take care, man. Sounds Appreciate good. Time. Thank you, guys. All right, always good to hear from the king. Uh, thanks as always for watching who's number one. I can't believe we're already 82 episodes in here. Yep, coming up on 100. And like Michael said, fight to win 146 this Friday. That's going to be June uh, 10th. And Third Coast Grappling the night after. So take care, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode of Who's Number One.